Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ryan. Join us on our journey. We got Josh over there oh. on the beats. <laughs> I think we should include yeah, Josh why? in the intro. I don't understand why we don't. Why have yeah. we not been? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess because I'm not seen, so it's just like, is, is he really there? You know? Every episode, Josh is like, dang it. Yeah. Say my name again. <laughs> well, it's Wednesday morning. You yeah. know what that means. I was going to say, you forgot. <laughs> I didn't forget. I was just so enraged that we haven't included Josh in our Yeah, my goodness. Intro. Oh. And well, he's Josh on the beats. That's Josh right. on the ones and twos. Hey, guys. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was new. That yeah, was yeah. There you go. <laughs> I just never used that one before. And then uh, I have... Oh, it's not on these. Oh, I have to like redo it. I recently like redid this thing and it like, screwed everything up. So That's good. Technical. <laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties. So I got my dad joke. Hit Start. us. Each episode with a dad joke. It oh. seems that as the new thing. One day you got to come. You guys got to bring a dad joke. No, I think I should. Yeah, I got some dad jokes. There you go. Um, what did the meatball say to the spaghetti? It's pasta. Your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. It's hard to follow up last week's jokes. Yeah. Last week's <laughs> jokes were very good. Yeah, they were solid. Hasta <laughs> <laughs> la pasta. It was pretty cool. I um the for the last video I I edited it kind of late at night. I forget why I was busy doing something or um and so I was like chilling in the kitchen and I was listening back to it as I was doing the dishes. It was like nine PM or something. And I was listening to Lo-Fi, and I was like, "This is this is a good time. I like this. I like you know, laughing at the jokes, and it's good." <laughs> Lo-Fi just makes everything better. Mm. It's just a great vibe. It's great. You can't beat it. Yeah, just see, yeah, I put a little bit in it. I did. Yeah. I liked it. That was a good uh, song too. That's on. Uh, I've been listening to that. It's been on the playlist. So mm -hmm. on the playlist. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I gotta start thinking about that jokes more. Oh, I wanted your opinion on. Um... <laughs> My opinion on it is this is not a shot at the Yankees, but okay. Aaron Boone, what is he thinking? What's the context there? <laughs> no, you didn't hear what he did with oh. the showing the Red Sox oh, thing? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm a Mets fan, no. and I'm disgusted by it. And then you have David Ortiz come in and pep talk. If Chipper Jones came in, and I'm a Mets Oh, I'm fuming. No, what, what happened? It was what ridiculous. Is, what is this? So... The Yankees were down 3-0 against the Astros, right? Um, so to get the whole team hyped up, their mental coach had the idea of showing them a video of the 2004 Red Sox when they came back against uh -huh. the Yankees when they were down 3-0. Kind of like as their motivation. I got David Ortiz to motivate speak them. Well, yeah, so that one he part was weird. Him. Eduardo Perez, the reporter for ESPN, right? Eduardo Perez... FaceTime David Ortiz to talk to Aaron Boone about it. The whole deal. First it was of all, a mess. Aaron Boone was on that team that lost. Exactly. So why? It just yeah. made no sense. And no, that was stupid. He's not going to be let go, which is annoying. Yep. Um, because the Steinbrenners like them. But one thing I didn't like that Yankee fans did was boo Aaron Judge. 
really yeah. didn't like that. So I don't know if that was directly. I think that was just a complete frustration. Like, come on, man, where but, are you at? Right but now? under just a lot of the Yankee players didn't like that, and like yeah. now it's like kind of backfiring because now like people like uh, Rizzo opted out and stuff like that. Did he opt out? Yeah, really? I didn't uh, notice that, but. I think Yankee fans always, that's just their MO. Yeah, they, they boo. Be, be pretty rough. Yeah. I say there's like 98% of Yankee fans stink. Yep. And then like 2% are like, like I compare you like that, you know, like. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I'm a Yankee fan and I think Yankee fans stink. Um, there's some tough, they're tough. Like fans. when the Mets lost, all I saw was like choke artist. That's all you do. Da, da, da. And now it's like karma. I think it depends where you look. Um, but I agree. Oh, like, I'm Yankee looking fans in all the stink. wrong spots. <laughs> <laughs> I also think it's a little funny too that like, I guess it's our generation of Yankee fans that have just grown up with winning. Yeah, but how many people haven't? You know, like. Well, there was a real like stretch in the '80s, and Brendan, I think it was the '70s. Like, Brendan doesn't remember the Yankees sure. winning in '09. You know, yeah. he's a, a Yankee fan, and well, that's what I you think know? is kind you of the whole generation. deal is like you can't keep talking about the Yankees being like obviously there's the the World Series rings right so they have that many but they haven't won since 2009 so you can't keep walking around being like we're the best like they, <laughs> they can't beat the Astros that was a frustrating series I could go on and on about it yeah. I don't necessarily I don't know I feel like you got to change something it's not like they've been bad right they've been winning and they've been making the playoffs and they've been getting deep mm -hmm. in the playoffs but at the same time it's not they're not Doing what they should be doing, you know. They, they were motivated so, against Cleveland, but that that guy, I don't know what he was doing with the baby thing. Yeah, that was Josh a Miller. little ridiculous, but <laughs> you motivated the Yankees. Like yep. when he did that, I was like, okay, you just kissed uh, the kiss of death right there. But yeah, um, it was it was a good series to like the first series, that the Cleveland had. series. That Definitely. was good. It was a, and it was a tough series, a hard fought series. I thought you just cursed. no, yeah, I, I didn't, I was not. <laughs> I, I like stopped for a minute. I was like. <laughs> no, it's I not was, frustrating, guys. <laughs> Change subjects. I was saying fought. It was yeah. a hard fought series. <laughs> I want to see when my the footage comes out. I want to see what my face was. I think I went. <laughs> you just twitched. I was like, oh. Yeah, I'll do like a hard zoom yeah. on your face. Like, <laughs> no, Yankees frustrate me. Look at look at the Mets. Like that was frustrating, but at least they got one out, one win out of it. But I just really wish they went to the next. Um, Round, but I told you how Alexa said that the Phillies were the 2022 World Series champs, like before the playoff, like you when the playoffs did started. Say that. So, like, they made it to the World Series, and me and Jess just keep looking at each other, like, this is weird. Wow, that's it, right. Hey, what happened? I yeah. asked, so the Mets, it was in the beginning of the playoffs, and the Phillies played at night after the Mets, and I didn't know if they won. So, I said to, I said, Alexa, did the um, Phillies win last night? And said, yes, the Phillies won. Um, whoever they beat, I forget who they played. The Bray, no, whoever they played in the beginning. Cardinals. Cardinals, and they said they won by four to two, and they are uh, predicted. To, no, she didn't say predicted. She said they are the uh, World Series champs of 2022, and they, they said that at mine, and then at my parents. It was really weird. Wow. And now it doesn't say it anymore. Amazon's rigging it. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? That's crazy. So if it happens, I'm a. <laughs> We've just exposed. Got to put some money down on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Tonight's the first. Can we game. get rich oh, off of this? We're shooting on a Friday. Tonight's the first game. So. Yes. 
I'm I'm all in on the Phillies to be honest. Well, obviously uh, I don't I don't want to see Syndergaard win. Yeah, that's funny um, that is Syndergaard's on the Mets. Uh, I'm the Phillies. I don't you know as a Yankee fan, wouldn't you rather see the team that okay, they they beat me um so they're that good and they won the World Series. No. I can't stand the Astros. I, I I think it's I think it's ridiculous that they've gotten a pass. I know it's a new team, but they cheated and it kind of just got forgotten about. I, I think mean, COVID was the best thing that happened to them. Um, you can say the same thing with roids, you know? No, that's completely different. I firmly, I stand on it. I do think that Jose Altuve had a buzzer on. There's well, I mean, no you want to take his shirt off. Yeah, but, like yeah. what What are you doing? I, I That's cheating. And I still remember that. Ask Jonathan. We were in your basement at your parents' house watching that game. I thought the world was over. I just wanted to cry. <laughs> it was the worst feeling when Altuve what? hit that home run oh. against Chapman in oh, well. 2019. Was that right? Um, no, I'm really I'm cheering for 2017. The was that 2017? Yeah, they won in 2017. Okay, yeah, it all blends together. Yeah. I feel like you know, kind of crazy. Like I did the same thing. I like looked at the past World Series winners, and I was like, they won that long ago. Yeah, like it feels like uh, a lot. It feels like more recent. You know, the Dodgers feel like it didn't happen because it was 2020 and, the, yeah. you know, they didn't play a full season. You forget that the Nationals won. Yeah. In 2021. Well, right? the only and reason then, why I remember that is because, like, Bryce Harper just left. Yes. And then, yes. Uh, I'm a big fan of Bryce Harper. Always have been, as yeah. we know. Um, Shout out Moose. <laughs> Loves the Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce has just been on a tear. I, I'm a big fan of him. But um, Not that Matt listens to us. But yeah. <laughs> Hey, you never know. This is the episode. This is the episode. Um, no, yeah, I'm pulling for the Phillies. Phillies have a really good story, actually. Something that's kind of close to Long Island. So there was a kid in his farm system um, who's from Long Island. Um, my friend Sully knows him, who just passed away. He was in their farm system as a pitcher, um, kind of moving through the ranks and doing really well. And uh, after a start, he just didn't feel well. They took him to the hospital and he was diagnosed with, um, I don't know exactly, so I don't want to misquote mm. it. Um, but then kind of things turned for the worse. And like a month ago, right before the playoffs, he passed away. Uh, 19, 19 years old, 20 years old. Young kid. Um, just really sad. But the Phillies organization has just done a really great job around that and reaching out to the family. Um, a lot of the players were really like reaching out to him throughout that process when he was diagnosed and things like that. So... It was just kind of one of those stories where I was like rallying behind them. Um, so I'm kind of sticking with them and I hope that they win. I don't know if that's going to change your opinion. No, they're, they're, <laughs> their fan base are the most disgusting, vile creatures in this world. Phillies have a very... Uh, <laughs> they, they're... Ugh. That's Philadelphia. That's the one. I would just get rid of that state. Brotherly love. Nah, there's no brotherly love there. <laughs> I'll never forget one time we were coming home. We went to a Mets game. Family, we were young kids, like my mom, dad... Uh, Jonathan, me, and Lauren, and um, we're leaving, and people are throwing beer bottles at us. And we're a young family. It's like, what are you doing? It's Philadelphia, baby. Bunch of losers. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Philly. Yeah, and their mas- their mascot. Uh, let's change the subject. I, I can go on a rant about these people. <laughs> it's a nice stadium. Yeah, cool. City Field's better. Cool ballpark. I can't. Yeah. Hey, well, we're gonna have to uh, go through the Eagles too. As a Giants, uh, it's not a problem. Continue season. Best head coach in, in football. Here we go, man. Got you fired up this morning. Oh, this afternoon, yeah. over, uh, some sports here. 
<laughs> What's your prediction? Phillies, so, Phillies in six? No, I got Astros in four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Bryce Harper, he's going to be upset, and then he's going to opt out and go to the Mets. <laughs> no, that's not happening. With Aaron Judge. <laughs> no, Aaron Judge is good. They said going to San Francisco. I hope he doesn't, but I saw a thing that said uh, San Francisco is prepared to pay him any amount yeah, of money. I saw that like too. They will not get outbid. Yeah. yeah. Which, whatever. Sports, man. Sports. Drive you crazy. But at least it's football season. So Yeah, I got a big uh, game for Ohio State on um, Saturday versus Penn, versus, uh, Penn State. That's so. right. That's right. That's what I knew. Uh, it's going to kill me. I'm going to be at a wedding. Oh, is the game in? I thought the game 12 was in the, the afternoon. In the afternoon, right? Yeah. But, mm. Crazy. Go Ohio State. I'll, I'll pull for them. I think I'm going to, at this point, obviously Notre Dame is not going. Yeah, I would off, root for Notre Dame if but, they were, if. We yeah. were out, but uh, yeah, big game. Dave Portnoy, I can't stand listening to him about Ohio State. Oh my <laughs> goodness! All right, I'm getting all hyped. Yeah, up really, we're getting a lot. <laughs> of I'm getting angry today. here. Sports, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, how was your week? Selling the iced teas. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How's the production going on the floor? Like, how are you guys? Like, yeah, ready going, to hit. It's going really well. It is busy man where are you guys gonna go like what store are you gonna pitch to first do you think so we've gotten a lot of great authorizations i don't know if i'm necessarily allowed to yeah you don't announce it yet because it's uh under the works it's honestly kind of funny and we're really in stealth mode right now right like the world fascinates me as like industries as a whole you know you don't necessarily know about industries until you're working in them like right the thing that Mm -hmm. that you guys do when you're putting all these parts together stuff like um, think about the beverage world. It's it's a very like vast world, um, and there's a lot of coverage on different brands that are coming up, and we're really just kind of riding under the radar and um, picking up some key authorizations and some cool big grocery stores here in the Northeast. That's so great. January will officially be on the shelf. Cool, and then um, there'll be a bottle here and there. Yes, exactly. A can. Can. Um, but yeah, so it's uh it's exciting. It's I a tasted lot of work. it, and it is. Uh, very good. I like the um, everyone. I think who tasted. Uh, can I say flavors? Yeah, of course. Oh, everyone who said tasted like the green tea, right? Yes, the green. And then I like the peach. I believe. Yes, I thought yeah. that was a yeah. Peach and the green have been the most positive receptions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got to get some some samples. Man. And I, I tested that. Yeah. I tested that against my diet. I was reluctant, but I was like. Taste it for Ryan. Well, dude, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You did not go against your diet because it's zero calories and zero sugar. Oh, great. See? Just <laughs> like the happy dads. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. So you're good. Ah, feel good. It's yeah. a hell- I mean, that was months ago. But <laughs> great. <laughs> At this point, you're feeling better. Wow. Yeah, it's a health. That's where that one pound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You lost that weight drinking there it. There we go. It'll be our first sponsor. <laughs> Big time. That's it, man. We'll bring it on. We'll deck out the, the whole... Uh, yeah, yeah place but yeah it's exciting it's a lot of fun but it's a lot of work yeah i bet yeah so it's all good there are some days where i uh you really have to so this is what i've done this week speaking of weeks um i've i've really leaned into saint joseph this week um specifically with work um because he is the patron saint of workers and you just felt you know a bit of kind of an overwhelmingness if that's the correct word there there. he is saint joseph yeah. That's uh, actually sent to us by someone, remember? Yes, that's right. That's right. Shout um, out uh Flock, Mr. Flock. Yes. It was a great gift. 
Um, but St. Joseph just has an, an amazing way of kind of bringing you to peace. Uh, so I, I've kind of leaned into him a little bit more. I've, I feel like I've leaned into St. Joseph a lot of times through just like important moments in my life. Um, we did a consecration to St. Joseph. Did you do that, Josh? Right. We're a part of that together. Yeah. With the, the church. So that was the first time that I really was kind of like my eyes were open to just St. Joseph and who he is as a man. And Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, about St. Joseph, but he led such a quiet life that, you know, did not get as much attention through the early kind of growth of the church. Um, but last year, was it last year was the year of St. Joseph that yeah, yeah. Pope, Bene- uh, Pope, right? The Francis. Pope Francis, Pope Benedict, Pope Francis, uh, well that's so yeah. St. Joseph is just someone that I think a lot of people can, especially as dads and as fathers and just the way he is as, um, kind of a life of humility is something that I've kind of been striving for. And St. Joseph has been someone who's been great for that. He's one of the stronger, uh, people that come out of the Bible, you know, like really just like guiding you and Mm. just like realizing like, Oh, if you could deal with this, like I could deal with something minor in mine. Definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, he's, he's not even in the Bible, you know, like there's just no, uh, mention of him right i don't think there's any mention of him there's a couple mentions of him yeah the um he's there in the manger yeah this the story (laughs) of the nativity usually in the beginning of the gospel is it okay you you know he has the dream um when they travel to egypt uh, the angel appears to him tells him when to come back leave get out of here is it okay is it that he has no words in the bible he has no words that's what it is gotcha yep so he has not spoken words so i also had very interesting week too it's like when you um i kind of wanted to talk about this and bring it up like when you're talking to someone who you know when you're talking about your faith it could be like very like to someone who's a non-believer it could be very like um nerve-wracking to like bring up your points and just talk to someone and it's necessarily half the time not even you bring it up it's someone the people looking for a fight or looking to debate you and like um and it's funny enough, like, you know, I always fall to Peter, St. Peter, and I found a couple of his, what he says in it, what he says in the Bible. Uh, I got to zoom in. I want to read it, make sure it's correct. <laughs> and if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it, but do not, um, sorry, my eyes. I wanted to bring my blue light glasses, but I thought I would reflect <laughs> But do not uh, do this in a uh, uh, an argument way. Do it in a respectful way. And like that's one thing like that came up to me when I was reading that and just like how this person is so like confrontational and just always wanting to um, come at me and just like he knows like I do this. So he always wants to like try to like prove me wrong and try to like leave me stumped. Like um, he actually said to me like, I know more about your Bible than you do. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's good. Then you should start believing. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should be a you know Christian. <laughs> yeah. And um, St. Peter in the, he says like, it's not our, our job is to plant the seeds and it's God's job to water them and make them grow. So like, that's one thing I also took away from like everything. I'm not going to sit there and argue with someone over it. Like I'm going to like, say my piece, say like how, what touched me and like what made me a real believer in Christ. And 
hopefully like that sticks with you. Like you're not going to get someone who um, isn't ready. Like you can tell when someone's not ready to like give up their life. Like if you're just preaching at them and just like, you're going to push them away. They're going to, that's why it's like, you really just have to listen to their story and then like relate to it and then bring them into it more, you know? Yeah, exactly. Cause we're, you know, we're not the ones that convert people, you know, it's God who does, does that. Softens so, our hearts. Yeah, exactly. You just want to, you know, lay down that seed and, and have the Lord kind of water it and just love and be, you know, pray for them. And that's all you can really do. Yeah. And Josh, you're the perfect like example. You came. Yeah, that's right. Came over to our team. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. Convert. I do. I'm a firm believer in that. I, the idea of living in a way that kind of allows people to then get, like you said, you know, it's not necessarily, yeah, confrontation and the, the conversation yeah. sometimes doesn't really connect. It's really more about just the way you approach things or how you live mm-hmm. that maybe might make someone, when they're ready, then they'll, they'll, they'll that's, listen. That's one thing it, right? I've learned from doing this is like, I used to like try, people would always try to debate and then I would debate back. And now it's like, okay, you got like, their heart is too hard right now. It has to be softened by God. And I just have to plant the seeds. Definitely. And yeah. Yeah. And then I think just through your own example, you know, through your own example, I I heard someone recently on uh, Pints with Aquinas who's interviewing these two, um, two nuns. And they both said that like, internal peace if you if you are a peaceful and a joyful person you're going to do way more for the for the lord and way way more for the world um by that you know grace and and by the goodness that you can bring as opposed to like you know trying to be intellectual or trying to win arguments like if you have internal peace and you're living out the faith in your own way and you're joyful then that's that's what gets it done i agree i I totally honestly the best person like i've ever seen um talk like that is uh james like james keeps that james has that inner peace so it's like can try to get under his skin but he can like totally just like oh that's how you feel well maybe this is look at this and you know guide the person like the one time i saw him like talking and woodlock to someone about it Mm -hmm. yeah it just comes naturally you Mm -hmm. know there and i think that's where you can kind of have the most lasting effect when it is like just a natural kind of conversation and a natural flow of things because that 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 resistance can be so quick um yeah james does have a way about him that just makes you he's very calm yeah of course and um it's a great thing i've looked up to james my whole life physically and uh he's tall (laughs) but uh james is that's a great example and it's i've actually it's funny i listened to that um I heard, kind of heard something similar to this on a podcast this week, too, the Catholic Stuff You Should Know podcast. I love listening to those guys. They're one of my favorite podcasts yeah, now. Great. But um, After ours. Right? After ours. Yep, always. <laughs> but it was kind of talking about like the receptivity of our faith and how we can live in a way that is constantly like receptive of like where God can be in life. And um, that comes with that piece that you talked about and that that calmness that you can just kind of, you know, live through your day and just be receptive of to like where God can be. And not necessarily meaning like I need to walk around and like talk about God to everyone's face Mm -hmm. and like run around, but it's more about just like receptive to the idea of like, okay, God is, is present and he, and he's with me in these moments. And it's, I'm receptive to what he's bringing to me 
as I'm out here living in this world. And like that encounter that you might have with someone like may feel insignificant, but you never know what that can do for them down the line, whatever it is. Right. So it's like trying to work to be a little bit more open to that idea of like every moment there might be a chance for me to live a certain way that can help, you know, really connect with someone. And, um, in Peter, uh, three fifteen, he says, and if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. So like, that's one thing too, is like, you have mm. to kind of know your talking points of the questions that are going to be asked to you. Yeah. And then, and then your own testimony too, like knowing your own story mm-hmm. and being able to share that with people yeah. is very powerful. That's what I was going to ask. Like if someone asked you guys, like, why are you Catholic? Like Josh, you might have a better, more clear answer because you went through a part of your life where you like, you know, definitively chose it. Right. And like you and I, we grew up Catholic, right? So we're cradle Catholics, but you know, like if someone asked me that question, right? Like what, what would that response be? And is that something that you feel like can be something good to reflect on, you know, right. Reflect on develop, develop your own testimony. Exactly. Write it down even. I think that's a problem with some people is like, like you said, cradle Catholics of just like, oh, it's just, you know, routine until it like really hits you and you really feel like God in your presence and just like you go through something and like you really lean on God and you put God in your everyday life. And instead of just like, um, just going through the motions. Yeah. I feel like everyone has to choose mm-hmm. at one point. To take to accept it and to, to follow it, and honestly, I feel like we've me and you have talked about this of like how we kind of like not that we left, but like we kind of like put it on the back burner in a way. But we were still always there, we're still present, but we weren't present until like it really like I agree because everyone's looking, I feel like, right? Our hearts are all just searching for meaning in life and and also searching for things that are like concrete and, and in the world. And I think sometimes, like, at least I can maybe speak to it for us, like, growing up as as Catholics, like, sometimes you're put into situations where, like, I, I went to Catholic school my whole life, right? So it was always, you're kind of told the things that you were supposed to do to become a Catholic. And there was almost a little bit of a disconnect as far as how that, like, how mass and how the sacraments and how those things relate to the world. And it takes, like, encountering someone who's, special in that way where they're showing you how it relates to the world and i think that's what i hope we're, we're trying to create here is that we're showing how our faith relates to the world because it relates to the world it's a part of everything that we do and it's just sometimes i think there is that a little disconnect and maybe that's why there is sometimes you know like we put it on our back burner for a little bit because it just felt like yeah this is a part of life but it's not in my life right now where it's like you kind of just turn a corner a little bit where you're like, wait a second, this is the key. The key is Christ on the cross. And that's the key that's going to allow me to interpret the world even deeper and to be able to live in a different way. You know, it's kind of a, it's a unique thing. And I think that that can be a focus for us going forward, like just church in general, like how the Catholic faith is explained in a way where like Bishop Barron and, you know, Father Mike and all these guys are doing such great jobs of showing how our faith is just present and how God's a living yeah. word that, that we're encountering every day. I think that could be meaningful, really. Yeah, and even just like the people we brought up last week, the Irish guy, yeah. the brothers. Yeah, did you guys listen to any of him? Did you see it? Um, I try, I did, and then I got interrupted, but yeah. I have him on my 
list to listen to. Yeah. I, what was it called again? It was called... Call to More. Call to More. Call to More, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, Father Columbo, I think his name was. Um, but yeah, there's so many great things out there, and it is really cool. So what do you think, Josh? Do you have? I feel like you have some... Like, do you have like a... Right, so you... What was that moment? Like, you talked about it before, the Eucharist, how that's kind of been something that was the real, like, kind yeah, of change that, that for you. Yeah, was the like, one thing, like... On a, yeah, sitting in an adoration and seeing the Eucharist for the first time ever and not really knowing what it was or understanding anything, because I, you know, I was far away. I didn't even understand what Catholics were, like none of that stuff. Um, I had some friends who were Catholic, but I, I never went to Mass and they never really talked about it. Um, but, you know, I grew up in a very um, non-denominational. My mom just read the Bible and talked to me about it. Basically, we didn't go to church, nothing. So it was like not really there. And then, yeah, and then my freshman year of, of college, I went on a retreat at this uh, Catholic school that I went to. And, um, you know, sitting through an adoration, I, my heart just broke in front of the monstrance, you know, just staring up at the Eucharist. I had no idea what it was. I kn- you know, I knew it was something Christian, obviously, but, you know, and then I wanted to, to learn more about it. And then it wasn't until um, a talk that I heard from, Scott Hahn, I think I mentioned it on yep. here. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, and th- that was the moment when I was like, okay, this is this is true, and mm. I'm, I'm this, I have to be Catholic. Like, this is it right here. Um, yeah. That's neat. Adoration is a real powerful thing. Yeah. The times that I've 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 spent in adoration are just Ooh. yeah. Yeah. What's your uh, confirmation name? Maximus. Maximus. Maximus the Confessor. Yeah. He was he was one saint that I like really leaned into. He was this martyr in Asia. He traveled to Asia. He was like this really intelligent guy. He wrote all these books and basically brought Aquinas to Asia. Um, and then he was martyred for doing it. So wow. like, I appreciated that. So. Who was yours? St. Dominic Savio is a very mm-hmm. unknown saint. He died when he was 14 years old. Um, when I was in third grade, they passed out uh, saint cards to everyone in the mm-hmm. class and I got St. Dominic's card and he was just a saint that I prayed to a lot when I was younger because he was an altar boy and I was an altar server. Um, I don't know. He just connected with me, so I really liked his story. I was going to guess yours, but I don't remember. I want to say it's R- Robert. No, nope. Peter. Peter. Right. Say Peter. I was going through Jonathan's name, and then I was trying Good to go through Pete. your name. Peter. Yeah, you are Peter. The Rock. Rock. I've, to- I've told that how I fell in love with him from a young kid, like, just yeah. like um, going to Easter Mass and Deacon Marty always telling the stories and uh, about the rooster crowing three times and just like everything with the ear cutting off and just like that's uh, even like now as an adult, that's my perfect, uh, um, like that's how I would picture myself like being just like really throw myself into, you know, God and protecting God and just like feeling the way he is, you know. The way he went through it. Yeah. And St. Peter has just this like. He's a good Kind of like. Story. Yeah. This way about him that you're just like, man, like, you know, I guess it's maybe is it I visualize it more because of like the chosen and how they've kind of. Yeah. You know, portrayed him as a character. But um, no, St. Peter's pretty awesome to relate to in so many different ways and just how Jesus impacted his life. It's like inspirational for us, you know, to be able to be like, I want to, you know, kind of follow that journey also. I think what's cool about Peter is like the fact that he's screwed up so many times, mm-hmm. you know, and it just makes it so real. Because oftentimes when we look at saints, they're like these these perfect people who like did amazing things, 
And then you have someone like Peter who like literally denied God, like denied him and then still managed to, you know, come yeah. back and denied God. And he was the closest person to God at yeah. that point, you and know, just completely betrayed him, you know, and yeah. then came, came back and very relatable. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because I know our wives right now, they're doing a, um, the consecration of St. Therese, right. Mm-hmm. And St. Therese, the little flower, like she can be kind of an intimidating saint sometimes because of just how an amazing life she lived of just like perfect devotion to God. And it's been fun talking to Ronnie about it um, as she's going through it. And like it, she bears up some really good points and stuff. And it's like, how do you know at such a young age yeah. that you want to devote your life to God? Like yeah. what an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of it in the way of like, you know how sometimes like athletes wake, you know, athletes are born just with this natural gift, right? To be athletes. I almost feel like it can be the same way with faith and with God, where it's like some people are just born with this understanding or they just have this relation with God, like far beyond others. Yeah, they kind of have this like inclination towards him, you know, yeah. just like this from birth, like honestly, it's crazy. You know? yeah. Yeah. It's just inspirational. St. Therese, though, I think is one of one of the most powerful saints. And I've prayed to her, like just the intercessions that she's had. And I think that that's a cool part about our faith too, is like that there are saints that you can turn to and pray to and have them pray for you. And like you can seek out their intercession and they can kind of make that connection to you. I always thought that that was funny when like I would, when I was younger, like you'd hear someone say like, pray for me or like, oh, have the saints pray for you. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> right? But now like just feel it in a different way of like, no, there is this real like intercession that goes on and like, these people are, you know, holy and in heaven and praying for you and desire you to get closer to God. So like there is like this real way to like reach out to them to like, and if you open your heart to allow them to work in your life, I think that's when it actually like can really go through. So yeah, definitely. It's cool. You think um, you ever like, you know, uh, who do you pray to? St. Christopher when you lose something? St. Anthony. St. Anthony. Anthony, You think he's ever like, you lost it again. The remote is behind <laughs> I, the pillow. I have a good story with that. So, <laughs> I uh, the best St. Anthony story that I have is I went I went fishing with my dad. So whenever he comes down here, we go surf casting and we went to Jones Beach at night, and um, you know we did the whole the whole fishing thing. And then when we were coming back, we were walking back to the car, and I had the keys, and I put it in like the beach chair that we that we brought. And I realized when we got back to the car, and it was far, it was probably like maybe mile and a half, two mile walk. I realized the keys were gone. So they had fallen out of the, the beach no. chair. I just landed on the sand somewhere in the middle. It was like it was nighttime, so it was completely pitch black. And so we were walking literally for like two hours, three hours, like you know, midnight, 1 a.m., looking for these keys. And we were just about to give up and just like call a taxi or something. And I literally just said, you know, St. Anthony prayer. And I looked down at my feet and it was right there. <laughs> like <laughs> no cool. joke. And I just reached down and grabbed it. I was like, Oh, there we go. Found the keys. <laughs> wow. But man, it was, it was crazy. That is wild. <laughs> There's people, he's probably like, all right, you're a first offense. I'll help you out. Listen you guys over the pecking order. <laughs> yeah, 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 hold yeah, on. Yeah. Wait your oh, turn. This guy again. <laughs> Gotta wait. This guy would forget his head. <laughs> yeah. The power of prayer, man. Yeah. I actually, that was something as well that, came to light to me this week, um, helped me with my faith journey in a way of, uh, this was from the Catholic Stuff You Should Know podcast, but they were talking about Jesus as an intercessor and that Jesus is is praying to the Father constantly for us. And 
that was an image that I've never had before. I never thought about going to Jesus to go to the Father. I would always kind of think about, you know, going to Mary or Joseph to go to Jesus, but the thought of Jesus to the Father and the fact that he's like constantly praying for us and that he's just waiting for us to come in and pray with him. And that idea of like the way that you can, similar to like what we were talking about, like living in the world, it's like how you can approach everything that you are dealing with in your day in like a contemplative prayer. And like when things are tough, it's like take rest or, or kind of lean into the Lord and let him pray for you and let him kind of like give you that peace through those difficult situations. And those are moments where you can like find different connections to Jesus and how it's his intercession to the father that is constantly moving us forward. I think that's such a cool image, something I never really had before. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. 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 And I think even going another step with that too, and, and, and involving the Holy spirit more too, it's mm. a great thing we, we can do. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're praying to the, you know, God, the father and, and Christ, the son, and then also the spirit to, to guide us and to lean us lean, you know, um, we can lean on them and, Give us the the gifts and all that stuff. Definitely, the Trinity, the power of the Trinity, things yeah, yeah. in threes. That's why we do three. I, I in saw the draft. something where it was like, um, yeah, there you go. That's why we do it. <laughs> I saw something where it's like our body is Jesus, our uh, soul is God, and our, no, our spirit is God, and our soul. Maybe I'm switching that up. Is the Holy Spirit? Yeah, because like mind. Yeah, yeah, like, like the body, that. mind, yeah, yeah, and yeah. spirit. Yeah. Yeah, like how we're made in three, just like yeah, how yeah. God is made in three. Like, yeah, how we reflect the image of the Father mm-hmm. in those ways. And yeah. yeah. Um we wanted to talk about we're gonna do the uh um Exodus. Ex- Exodus. Yes, yeah. So we're gonna create a little uh content for the for the audience here. So what we wanted to do is we're gonna do an Exodus uh challenge, I guess is the right yeah. word together. Twenty one days. Yeah. So um Exodus ninety is for people that don't know, it's an excellent app. It's a Catholic-based um, program, really, where um, Josh and I have done it two years in a row now. On Usually it's like January, the first of the year. There's 90. It's like a 90-day program of a lot of um, disciplines, like asceticism, prayers, and just really kind of like minimalizing a lot of things in your life to allow just more receptiveness to God working in your life. So there's a lot of different things that they offer in the app, and there's different series and um, things that you can do throughout the year. So we're going to do a biblical series together. Um, It's going to start with Genesis. So we're going to do Genesis one through three for the next 21 days. We're going to be working through Genesis. And at the same time, we're going to be doing a couple of disciplines and really kind of focusing in on our prayer and just examines throughout the day and things like that. So we're going to do it together um, and kind of talk about it a little bit on each podcast and, I'll put some some content on the Instagram as well, like as we're we're going through yep. it. But this episode will be released, and that will be the first day of the twenty one day uh, journey. So come on over to the Instagram, follow us on our journey. Uh, yeah, follow, Facebook too. Follow us on that. You can week by week. I guess we'll talk about it and yeah, uh, update you. Um, Should we do like a like a like a documentary kind of thing where we like film our own experiences with it, like talk about it? Or sure, we can get like creative. That? Definitely try to make that work. Maybe like a little uh, vlog, yeah. a personal vlog. 
We definitely could. Like, oh, this is day seven. Like, this is what I did. This is how things are going. And then we can talk about it on the podcast, but then also maybe we can compile all this stuff and like release it on the channel, you know? That's a great idea. Yeah. See, that's something that's a little out of my comfort zone, right? Like, we're going yeah, for it. But yeah. that's a great uh, way to create content and just like bringing people along Bring on people the journey. Along, yeah. That's yeah. a great just, idea. Just walking with us, you know? Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think this is a cool way for us to like kind of lean into something together. I, I like the one with the no phone in front of people. Yeah, so there are a few very good. few disciplines. Um, but um, you can get it on the app uh, if you want to join us. Yeah. Uh, leave it in the comments what's going on. Follow on Instagram. Definitely. Yeah, um, if you want to do it together, download the app, Exodus 90. Um, it's pretty simple. There's, yeah, there, there's a... There's a bunch of steps like you could read and follow with it. And, um, it's yeah, it's not as strict fun. as the other one, but it's a little better. Yeah, so we'll lay it out. Just do like oh, a quick. Oh. I jinxed it. I told <laughs> yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he did. I, right before I said, "Oh, it hasn't fallen the whole time," and then I said, "Oh, I just jinxed it and it's gonna fall." <laughs> it's been wobbling <laughs> yeah, so much so, today. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> we need a kickstand or something. As soon as it. I put the book down, I was like, "That's gonna fall." Um, all right, so this is the outline of it, just real quick. So we're gonna be reading Genesis. There's readings and reflections each day. 20 minutes of silent contemplative prayer. Abstain from mobile device in front of others. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, so this whole idea, the theme is the idea of gratitude. That's kind of the the overview. As it's time through a celebration, we're going to reflect on the the good gifts that God has given us um, as we start through Genesis. So then we're going to take a say an hour, Father, before each shower. Usually it's cold showers. Um, but thankfully this time they're not giving us cold showers. So it's a, an hour father before each shower as a way to just kind of say thanks, you know, something we do every day. So to say an hour father beforehand, um, lift your drinks to God. I think this is kind of a cool one before each sip of a newly poured beverage, um, alcohol or non-alcohol pause and give thanks. And then they said, try and make specific thanks of each gifts. Um, so check in with your anchors. So we'll check in with each other throughout the week. Um, do a nightly examine. This is something that we did in Exodus, the original 90 days, and I've tried to incorporate it in my life daily. I think that's a cool thing to do to finish your day with a little bit of reflection on like where God was in your day and you know how, how you kind of navigated the different obstacles. Um, abstain from meat on Fridays. And then the last one is hold a feast. So we're going to have a feast at one point together. Yeah. Um, it requires good food, good drink, oh. people, good people and something worth celebrating. So should be fun. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to go. Yeah. I'm glad there's no cold showers. Cause that really stinks. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. So it's funny. We've had, I would lie to you guys and just have to go confess. Oh, man. <laughs> I, we didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't quite shower. Yeah. No, no, I didn't either. But no. I think the first year I, I did it. But what I found was because a big part of the exercise 90 is exercise. Yes. So I would do like, you know, like heavy lifting stuff. And then I would be so sore and then jumping into a cold shower, cramp up so bad. It's like, I can't do it. <laughs> and like we did Exodus 90 January 1st. So it's cold out. It's cold. I'm like, I can't yeah, get into yeah. the cold shower. But um, yeah, that gets us right before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So uh, follow us on our journey, as we said in the beginning. And um, check us out uh, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you want to help support us, go to Patreon. Um, then we can like uh, buy the app. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, the uh, Instagram handle is at mustardseed521. 
521 because that's when we started May mm. 2021. Yeah. Um, so it mustard seed 521. And then and I think I believe teams. everything is below us. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do our draft. Let's do it, before man. Before we get out of here. Uh, we are doing cookies. Josh starts. Whoa. All right. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Cookies. All right. Um, wait, I, wait. Can I ask a question before you start? Cookies as in like um, flavor, like, you know what I mean? Like oatmeal raisin, chocolate yeah, chip, cookies, or yeah. we saying like chips ahoy, like no, different no, no. brands. Oh, like what you said yeah, first. The type yeah. Okay. Too. Got it. Um, what, the, uh, what are they called? The, is it samosas? Samoas. So, Samoas. Samoas. Like the was it coconut chocolate. The Girl Scout cookies. The Girl Scout cookies. Yes. Oh, man. Whew. I love those. Those oh. are good. Those are one of those that I feel like a lot of people don't necessarily order. You mm. have to be, a sp- but uh, we had a box of them recently that Ronnie got by accident. <laughs> I loved them. I didn't realize how much I'd like They're them. So good. So good. Yeah. I, I love coconut. Like it's one of my favorite things. So. And it feels healthy when you eat it. Chomping at the bits here. I'm so excited. Josh didn't last, last week he took parks and rec. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Where do I go from that? <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. The ones my mom makes. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. And all chocolate chip cookies. I love all chocolate chip cookies. Stealing chocolate Soft, chip. not hard. Yeah. He liked the soft. Yeah. So have you had Tate's cookies? Yes, I've had Tate's. Yeah. Prefer. I've yeah, softer. I still enjoy the chocolate chip cookie, but I prefer a little softer. Yeah, yeah I feel like the chewy chips. Yeah, boy. it's good stuff. Your mom's. I gotta bring some of my mom's for Josh cookies. to eat. Yeah, my mm. mom makes really good chocolate chip cookies. Uh, you can pop like fifty of them in your mouth. Ooh, yeah, literally, like just <laughs> pop. I have like this vivid memory of like at family parties when they would be sitting at the table, like Sneak while one. just during the day, you just open. <laughs> The little like, flap and just kind of steal. <laughs> Someone will walk in and you're like, hide the evidence. And you just put it in your mouth. <laughs> That's so funny. Memories. Um, you get two. I get two. Okay. So uh, Oreos. Mm. I love Oreos. Mm. I'm typically a double stuffed guy. I mm, prefer double too. stuffed because that's my favorite part is the I inside. Um, so d- Oreos, all Oreos, double stuffed are the best. I'm going to go tagalongs. You Girl Scout cookies are, the, are so good. Um, Taglongs. I love Taglongs. Peanut butter and chocolate. It's just such a great combination. I'm going to take a, like a sugar cookie, the soft sugar cookies. Mm. Like um, like Stop and Shop makes them. Like those like type with of, the icing yeah, yeah. on it too? Like the no, icing. no icing. Oh, no icing? Yeah. That's gas station cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Different tiers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's like the soft, like Subway sells them. Like uh, it's like a soft, like plain sugar cookie. It's yeah, good. I can yeah, picture yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. are really good. All right. So I got two. Mm-hmm. Do it. All right. So I'm going to do Thin Mints. Mm. Girl Scout uh, theme. Girl Scout. We're really, uh, so, this episode yeah. brought to you by Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No free ads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then white chocolate macadamia. I'm always a fan of those. Those come in the Costco pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's a good one. Good choice. Mm. There you go. Those are my three. We should put these on Instagram. Yeah, I got to yeah. make sure I put these on Instagram yeah, this week. So, so I, so I can week. win again. <laughs> <laughs> Undefeated. I don't know. I'm going to take black and white. Black and white cookies? Uh, yeah. Man, I was actually going to... I was thinking about taking that. I got like three others. <laughs> I love cookies. <laughs> but you pick and then we'll do our honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. mentions. So... I think this might ruin my votes, but I love them. Oatmeal raisin. I'm a big fan of oatmeal yeah, raisin I cookies. Yeah. I think they're really good. Yeah. Like a nice soft oatmeal cookie. Oh, they're really mm-hmm. good. So, um, 
I feel like I'm forgetting something. I'm trying to think. There's of one like cookie that cookies. always reminds me of um, Grandma, the uh, the um, the elf. The, what was the elf? Elf fudge? Yeah, yeah, fudge? yeah. yeah. Yes. The circle ones with the lines on it. And oh, then the black oh okay. Yeah. I'm thinking, yes. What about the, the really big ones that have like the really thick fudge in the middle? You know That's what, what I was thinking of. And oh. they got the characters yeah, on them. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, or shortbread cookies are Those always are good. great. Those are really good. Whew. You brought up a good one though, the ones with the stripes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what they're Grandma called. Grandma used to always have those. They're, I don't know what they're called. They're either. like a circle. There's a hole in the yeah. middle and then the stripes yeah, across. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the fudge too. But they're yeah, Lorna Dunes. Those are great. Um, Milano. What do you think of Milano cookies? Oh, what about? Is that a cookie? Uh, is this a cookie? I can't believe the rainbow one. Oh my goodness! That's I didn't favorite. even think of that I, as like I, a cookie. I see it in the store. I'm like, oh, hi, Ryan. Because <laughs> uh, that's like a known family thing. Ryan loves those rainbow oh, like cookies. The, like the, the rainbow. The disrespect. Uh, those are the best cookies in the world. I honestly did not think of them as a cookie. He's just in Girl Scout yeah, heaven over like here. A, it's like a cake, right? <laughs> I am. Um, but we call them rainbow cookies. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, they're cookies. When yeah. we were living in Smithtown, there was one one day we did like this date night where we had to go to three different places for each meal. So like we got one place for appetizer, one place for dinner, and one place for dessert. And at this dessert, we we bought. I just randomly, I just drove into this bakery and was like, "What's the best thing you guys have?" And they were like, "We make a rainbow cake." And what mm. it was was like the the, co- the rainbow cookies, but in, in like a giant cake form. And wow. so I bought that, and it was fantastic. <laughs> wow, I can't change up the draft, but that no. was because yeah. when you said cookie, I'm thinking of like a circle or a round cookie. Yeah, it yeah. didn't click in my head. Rainbow, yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like I didn't even pop into my head until like after I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, as we're going through it all, mm. this is the tough part about that we don't know this topic pre beforehand andrew's the only one who's prepping answers he's like all right i got this actually this. i came up with that as i walked in the garage <laughs> okay so we're like, on an oh, even playing field yeah that today. one was yeah all right fair enough <laughs> but when i don't have the number one pick it's like i guess you know, so yeah, a little more time yeah. yeah fuck nice all right i gotta instagram this yeah, one so next time on i get there. the number one pick yes you do i think we should rotate where people bring the topic Oh, whatever gets voted first, that's what we have to eat. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, I was trying to figure out like a way to be able to make it like kind of always revolving. but One of our yeah. top favorite things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. That's good. Good stuff. Well, cool. Except for the worst things. I imagine we had to do the worst things that we picked, like bite your tongue. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> just, just walk in, there's mac and cheese everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you have to take the shoes off. <laughs> so <I'm just> like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> this is the barefoot mac and cheese episode before oh sorry no i was gonna say something silly go ahead um well so is mine (laughs) go ahead silliness (laughs) silly um i you had an interesting thing you said before about like at you know like the athletes and you know how you said like they know and stuff like that how do you know from you i have like I heard this opinion from someone and then I'm kind of like adopting it too. It's like, okay, if you were raised by Tiger Woods' dad, you'd be just as good at golf. Hmm. It's golf. Well, it's not like that crazy. That Like if you did every day and you did that, I do. it's not Jordan. It's not like that thing. This is, you know, I'm not saying golf is like unskilled, but like if you were raised in the same environment – and you did golf every day and like 
it, it was ingrained in you. I think like I think the results would be different for every person because I still think that you can I go back still to think like you're winning a major. Well, yes, yes, I agree. Like I think you're making it on the PGA tour and you're yes. playing competitively for sure. It's totally different from baseball and that like all other sports like basketball. If you did it every day, you still could stink. Like God, yeah. like I think if you had were raised by Tiger Woods' dad, what's his name, Earl? Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with that in pieces because I still think it comes down to your natural ability. And if you don't have a natural ability to be an athlete, there's so yes. far you can but go. But I right? feel like... But golf is not I, easier than any other sport. No, but I'm saying like, I, like if you feel like you have like that natural ability, I feel like... Okay, yes. So... I'm using you to you as an example. I, I even think I could have, you know, if Earl w- was. Well, that's right. Yeah. The way Earl, yeah. <laughs> we're calling Earl like we know him. Um, Earl Woods. The way he raised Tiger Woods to basically just yeah be golf is, yes, in that environment, if you spent every day since you were three years old playing golf, mm-hmm. then, yeah, you probably would become a very good player. His mental game, which you could also attribute to Earl was something that made him different. Yeah. Um, and that was something that wasn't necessarily like around in golf, like a killer instinct in golf was different. Like, I think it's like, uh, I think it's totally different if like um, you were raised like Phelps and just like thrown in the water all the time. I'm still not going to be the fastest swimmer. Cause you're still going to like, and also you got to have the mindset of not to quit. Like tiger didn't want to quit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Would I you s- quit? Like be like, I want a life, <laughs> you know, <laughs> You will golf. <laughs> Hit this birdie. <laughs> Hit this birdie. Yeah, I still think natural ability has. I'm trying to think like what's the most. I guess so. Uh, like, you evil. know what? Let's do the experiment. I got uh, I got Elijah. <laughs> Make him golf every day for the rest of his life. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, he's young right now. I'm going to start putting the club in his, uh, in his uh, hand. Let's go. Make it happen, man. Be like, Logan, get out of here. It's too late for you. <laughs> I guess golf would be, I don't know. I'm trying to think like what's the most like evil, like even playing field sport in a sense where it's like uh, physical attributes don't necessarily kind of translate. And I guess you can golf say is golf like in one that of the way. Most, like, look at, what's his name? Uh, Daly. John Daly. Like, yeah. They're not in all the best shape. But the, but. A swing itself, though, takes athleticism. Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. You're being but raised you can, by... Uh, yeah, you can, like, train yourself yeah. to get a swing that's... Yeah, I guess maybe... It's cornhole. <laughs> cornhole, there you go. Like, just via aces. Just always hitting cornhole. <laughs> that's a good experiment. Yeah. Cool. But um, I'm glad Halloween is over. Yep. As this will be released. Almost there. On the way to Thanksgiving. Yeah, I want all the I decorations Halloween. down. Halloween is my least favorite thing. Yeah, that's why it wasn't picked in the fall draft. <laughs> it's the worst. It the autumn worst, draft. Too, I just right? got to say, I got to wow. get that off my chest. Not a fan of Halloween. I can't, the only you, thing I, I, yeah. I feel affirm because I, I hate Halloween. Too. Can't stand it. I mean, I, I enjoy dressing up Always. and doing like that, but I don't enjoy like seeing these decorations. I don't enjoy um, yeah, you know, the culture. The decorations yeah. have gotten more intense. Oh, my gosh. me. Just right? down the street. This yeah. guy's got like a like a ten foot skeleton. And oh yeah, just like what the hell? I know. I saw it as I drove Jeez over here. Louise. And they're like a hundred bucks. 
Why would you, where would you do that? Buy, like, I, where do you store that? And a lot of these, like, uh, hanging, like, oh. scary, yeah, like, it's just horrible kid things Ooh. with like the long hair and the black dress so, and just floating from yeah, a tree. Yeah, like, we've been going on walks, <laughs> um, almost every night, and uh, this one house has like a guy pinned up against the wall, oh. gore, guts, and like every time Logan walks oh. by, he's like, "It's not real, it's not real," yeah, and we're like, "No, it's not. Don't look." Ah, uh, yeah. It's supposed like to be for horrible. kids, and like adults have like caught, like stolen it and then made it gross. Like, it, yeah, it's not good. Well, it what definitely is, feels uh, like the day after Halloween, All Saints, no. All Souls Day, yeah, All, All Souls, Souls Day, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. November first. Yeah, I used to uh, take off because um, like the Catholic schools were always. I went to public school, but like you, James, Jonathan all of the you guys always had off and we always did a sleepover so i would always take off the day after halloween yeah and um i remember that i had my one friend like i didn't go in high school we went to go see um shrek 3 i think (laughs) and he it was the day of voting for class president and he lost by one vote i remember that story (laughs) i didn't go (laughs) we all went to see shrek yeah we got together we slept over and then we went to go see see shrek Shrek. 3 and then like he's like we're I'm 32 and he still never lets me live it down. Every time I see him, he's like, he "says Ah, oh, Shrek three <laughs> lost in the presidency, lost the president." Because I was his, uh, he used to joke and say I was his secret service. <laughs> I remember this. That's so funny. Nice, <laughs> good times. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Stay uh, rooted in Christ. Um, check us out on Patreon, Spotify, um, obviously YouTube uh locals locals check us out um and then uh, i think it'd be cool if you guys do the uh um challenge with us yeah check in and uh check out the instagram facebook um i have a link to all this stuff in yeah. the description of the exodus thing too yeah. awesome appreciate you guys cool thanks for listening see Peace. you next week peace